everyone. Welcome to The Beacon, a podcast dedicated to wealth and practice management for dentists. This podcast arose from our passion to curate the best ideas and insights in practice management, finance, investing, and leadership from our network of trusted advisors, consultants, and high-performing individuals. Our mission is illuminating your blind spots, providing actionable strategies, and helping you achieve what is most important. If you enjoy this podcast, you can find more information by visiting our website, omnistarfinancial.com. Remember, it ain't what you don't know that will get you in trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so that will. Your host for this episode is the founder of Omnistar Financial Group and Dental Systems Optimization, Philip Clark. Today, we're going to talk about patient conversations Getting them to ask the right questions is critical to selling treatment plans. It happens to every dentist, and after the exam, you find yourself talking to the patient about their treatment options. The patient always seems to understand. You ask them if they have any questions, and the patient politely says, No, I'm fine. I think I understand everything, and I'll call you if I have questions. Then the patient checks out, and suddenly, you never see them come back, for the needed treatment. This happens all too often, and when we're digging into the analytics of practices that we serve, we often notice treatment plans proposed far outweighs those that are accepted. When patients fail to follow through on their treatment, you miss out on profits, and the patient ends up with ongoing dental problems that likely get worse. Most of you are saying, this is happening in our practice. Practices, say, across the country experience this very thing. And it's not because you're not trying, and it's not because you don't want to treat your patients. Instead, it generally results from the wrong kind of conversation. If you want to increase your profits and do a better job of helping your patients, you must improve patient conversations. So why do patient questions really matter? Well, if a patient isn't asking questions, it's really not a good sign. In fact, a lack of questions often means that patients are scared. Maybe they're confused. Perhaps they have a hard time understanding the lofty language that you might be using. It sounds perfectly normal to the dentist who's highly trained and used to talking in, uh, in, in their particular lingo. But to a patient, as the old saying goes, it can seem like Greek. So if that patient is asking questions, you can rest assured they are engaged. Engagement is what you're looking for, and without it, you're going to have a hard time engaging the patient. Suffice it to say, an engaged patient is more likely to get the treatment they need. It's difficult to resolve the concerns your patients have if you aren't having a dialogue. Just think about it. The last thing you want is to be lecturing the patient. What you do want is to educate the patient. And if you educate the patient properly, and if you ask the right questions, that will begin the engagement process. 
And once it starts, it flows well and typically leads to a confident patient or at least a patient confident in agreeing to a treatment plan. Patient questions help build rapport and they strengthen the bond of trust that's needed for that patient to overcome fears of financial concerns um, or fears of the treatment. In many cases, patients will forego treatment simply because they fear the pain or they fear the recovery period or they maybe fear those things and there's a financial concern. Your job as the dentist and the job of your team is to help engage the patient, to make them feel comfortable, to answer their questions, to educate them about the things that they need to know that will help them make a better decision. Asking a patient if they have any questions is a conversation killer. We are rewarded for having answers, not for asking the questions. Think about it. When you were in school, as early as you can remember, you weren't the one asking questions. The teacher asked the questions. You were expected to study and learn the answers. The concept remains the same with many people throughout their life. When you ask a patient if they have any questions, you are putting them on the spot. Many people will shut down instead of asking. Many patients also feel uncomfortable being with a dentist. If you look at statistics, year over year, patients have a fairly high amount of anxiety when they're going to see their dentist. In some cases, patients never get treatment beyond a cleaning because they fear what might occur if they're seeing the dentist as opposed to the hygienist. Many patients already feel uncomfortable, so why make it worse? When they're trying to come up with a question, it can be too much for them. It can increase their anxiety, and the more anxiety a person has, the less likely you are to keep them engaged. Now, let's talk about the important stuff, the techniques to improve your patient conversation. After all, if you don't improve the conversation, you're not going to improve your treatment planning success rate. It's possible to take your treatment planning to 100% success rate, but it's unlikely if you don't get the patient conversations right. So important to recognize how this can be done and what you need to do to implement these kinds of conversations. So how do you spark a conversation without using the phrase, do you have any questions? The key is to take the pressure off of the patient. Our firm lives by the rule, de-stress the client. Well, you should live by that rule as well. De-stress your patient. Instead of asking them, do you have any questions? Perhaps you could instead ask things like, is there anything I need to do a better job explaining? 
is there something that I explained that you didn't understand? Would you like for me to review certain parts of your treatment plan? I realize sometimes the complexity of a treatment plan can be confusing. Would you like for me to re-explain any part of the treatment plan? What worries do you have about this treatment plan? And if you had no obstacles to deal with, would you like to move forward with the treatment plan? These are just a few of the examples that we teach in practices, and everyone develops their own style. But the point is asking questions that generate answers or that allow the patient to give you feedback without building anxiety. Now, these questions put the onus on you, the dentist, to do a better job of making things clear. That's important. You're the expert here, and you are the one that should be doing the best job possible at educating each patient. Learning to ask the right types of questions will avoid making a patient feel self-conscious or perhaps like they're on the spot. Instead, they are invitations. Your new style of questions actually becomes an invitation for further dialogue. The patient begins to recognize quickly that you are trying to engage them. You're opening the door for conversation that's meaningful, not in a way that's going to confuse them, not in a way that's going to raise their level of anxiety or cause them to shut down. Instead, the invitation is simply, let's talk. Let me help you better understand. And I want to answer any questions that you may have. That's when you will get the best results from every patient. Now, another technique you can use is telling the patient that Sometimes patients will ask me about whatever the subject may be. This is another great idea or great way of opening this dialogue. And the reason that it works so well is you give your patient an opportunity to to realize very quickly that, oh, other people are dealing with this same issue and my dentist has had has enjoyed a conversation with someone else, and so he's prepared to answer my questions. That's how you want them to feel. And so when you say, sometimes my patients ask me about a crown, or sometimes my patients ask me about the process of making the crown, or any number of things, when this happens you can answer a common question. It breaks the ice and it makes it easier for a patient to ask a follow-up question or to share any concerns. Better patient conversations most assuredly will lead to better patient outcomes. Not only will it lead to greater production in your practice, it'll lead to a healthier mouth, and a more beautiful smile. And after all, that's what your patients want. That's what patients desire 
when they come to the dentist. They help improve the bottom line of your dental practice. When you get this part right and you're increasing your treatment plans, you're going to increase the bottom line of your practice. It will almost always be more profitable to serve the patients that have already seen you once than it will be to go out and find new patients. We call that the acquisition cost of patients, and it's far more expensive than simply providing treatment to those who are already patients. Having more effective patient conversations will increase your chances of more satisfied patients who have received treatment from the dentist that they know, like, and trust. Your conversations will also improve among your team members as they watch you and listen to you and hear how you position these questions and develop this dialogue with your patient, they're going to learn how to do the same. So you're literally teaching the patient, and in many cases, you're teaching your team. So having more effective patient conversations will increase the chances that a patient refers their friends and family to your practice. After all, Everyone knows that a happy patient, or a happy customer for that matter, loves to talk about their experience, and they're going to send more people in your direction. If they don't get the treatment they need because you failed to develop the dialogue or develop the conversation, if they leave your practice and perhaps they're feeling as though they didn't get what they were expecting, Maybe they have a little pain that begins to increase. They're going to tell far more people that you didn't solve their problem than they will tell if you did solve their problem. Statistically speaking, if someone is disenchanted with your services, they will tell as many as 10 people. Now, the last thing you want is to run that risk. So don't. Learn to have better patient conversations and you will improve your treatment planning scheduling and treatment plans completed. We're glad you joined us today. I hope these ideas will inspire you to learn more ways to have better conversations with your patients. Thanks for joining us this week on The Beacon. Make sure you visit our website, www.omnistarfinancial.com, where you can subscribe to the show and our newsletters. You can also drop us a line with topic suggestions for upcoming shows. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would appreciate you rating us on iTunes or simply tell a friend about the show. This podcast is a publication of Omnistar Financial Group. Any information provided has been prepared from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy is not guaranteed, does not represent all available data necessary for making business or investment decisions, and is for information purposes only, and does not represent or constitute any recommendations. All expressions of opinion reflect that of the authors and are subject to change. If this podcast contains any projections, forecasts, guarantees, and or predictions of any kind, you are required to ignore the same. Omnistar is not engaged in the practice of law or accounting, and any information in this podcast should not be construed as legal or tax advice. Any distributions, use, or copying of this podcast other than the intended recipients is unauthorized. 